What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to episode number 137 of the Brain Body Resilience Podcast. I am still your host, JPB, and today uh, was inspired by a recent interaction. I was talking to someone who was telling me about how stressed they were because they had to do something for someone and didn't like it, basically. And not to diminish this person's experience, but it's just not mine to share. I think that we can all relate to being irritated or stressed or annoyed about having to do something that we just really don't want to do. Um, So I asked this person why they didn't have the other person involved do this thing instead. And they said it was just faster and easier to do it themselves. And they wanted to make sure it was done right. So this is the part that I want to talk about, because I know there are lots of us who can relate to this. I have been guilty of this more than I can count in my life. I used to refold the towels if they were folded and put away already, but not the right way, which was just my way. And by the way, there is no right way to fold anything. It's just whatever you prefer. And when you have a nervous system that is dysregulated and prone to a sympathetic fight or flight threat response, things tend to feel more comfortable where it's familiar and that can get really rigid and that is not useful and it's not a healthy space to be and it's not, it's not good for your nervous system to be stuck there. I used to reclean and get upset and feel like I was going to explode if things weren't done exactly how I would do them, because that was the only right way. So when this person was telling me about this, after they had explained why they feel like they needed to take care of the thing themselves, I said, well, uh, that is a decision you are making. And it is that simple and we hate it. And I'm pretty sure I got that, the it's that simple and we hate it from James Olivia, who happens to be the first guest episode that I have done back in, I think that one was February. I'll link it in the show notes. But if you have not listened to that, go check that out. That conversation was uh, incredible. There's so much good stuff in there. So anyways, you hate it. I hate it. It is that simple. It is a decision. We are making a choice to do something or not to do something. And then we have a reaction to it. We do a thing and then the brain likes to make sense of that thing and tells a story about why. And then feelings come from the meaning we have assigned to something. And then we tell a story about that. All of this in a matter of moments, all within the confines of, you know, your own head. It can be a wild place for some of us, I think. Uh, and, And that varies. And it layers, but we are all human. And when we are only telling these stories in our head and confirming things in our own head, and it never really exists out where where other people also live, that can be a dangerous space. 
because we will just continue to confirm what it is that we're creating in our heads. We'll get the physiology feedback loop where, you know, we're thinking about a thing and then our heart elevates and our threat response kicks in. So then we have all of these signs telling us that we must be right and we must be in danger and we must be whatever the story is that we have. And that just further fuels the physiology. It can get pretty wild. So when I needed for everything to uh, be the same, to insist on doing all of the household things because I lived alone for so long and no one was there to move my shit around. It always stayed exactly how I liked it. I had specific, I, I had a specific angle for the remotes and that is how they had to stay. I liked it that it looked like no one lived there. And in that time I needed for everything to stay the same, to stay clean, to stay organized how I wanted it so that I could feel safe so that I knew what to predict in my home, so that it was familiar and predictable and safe feeling. None of these were available to me in the home that I grew up in. And so now that I have more space in my internal environment, less chronic activation of my threat response, now that I practice my nervous system hygiene to create space in my days, I'm able to feel more safe in my body, more safe in my home, more safe just in my space. And I don't need everything to be rigid. I also have space to consider other people. Now that I am not in a constant survival state, maybe this person does things differently than I do, not because it's wrong and they just don't know how to do it right, but because that's actually how they like to be or like to be doing something, which is just as valid as any of my wants or preferences. I no longer refold things, I'm happy to report. Uh, I don't reclean as much, hardly ever. I do, however, remake the bed from time to time because my husband and I have very different ideas about what that means. But it doesn't bother me like it used to. And the biggest thing is that I don't feel like I have to do all of the things to make them right, to make sure that they're perfect, to make sure that I'm in offense as a defense mode. If I do these things perfectly, everyone, you know, everything is spotless and, and seems like I have all of my shit together. No one will see that I am a mess inside, that I am just trying to hold it all together so that the feelings and the hurt and the flood of bad memories and all the things don't just pour out of me. And now that I have more space in me, I can recognize when these things do show up. I have more space for curiosity and compassion and consideration of other experiences outside of my own. I don't feel as urgent about everything. Not everything is a giant disaster. And in fact, most things that I used to think were don't actually matter at all. It's just that I had reached my stress threshold. There was no room for anything else. And I was just constantly boiling over. And this, my friends, is the magic of nervous system hygiene. The gift of space within yourself. Because before we can start doing any of the work that we hear about, like we're our own, you know, home improvement project, nothing needs to be fixed. But we have to have some space to see what needs our attention, where we can be more familiar with ourselves. And that space comes from having 
a healthy, functioning, flexible nervous system. So again, this is the magic of nervous system hygiene. The gift of space to choose how we want to respond instead of reacting. How we want to create our health and our lives in our days. How we want to create our mental space. Whether or not we want to refold those things. And it gives us the safety of knowing when we're talking about having to do everything because no one else does it right, or it'll just be quicker or easier. It gives us the space between ourselves and that thing where we understand that it doesn't have to be done the way that we want it to. And it might give us some time and space if we're not the one doing it. So something to think about this week. And I'm going to leave it there. I do have one announcement. I have a workshop coming up. If you are listening to this before July 22nd, 2023, uh, movement for mental health, which was a workshop called your brain on exercise that I ran last year, but we are talking about so much more than exercise. We're talking about how movement heals, how movement accesses your nervous system switch, how movement helps you express and understand yourself how your body sends signals through movement. And if you don't know how to pay attention, you can't recognize that. So we might be missing those things. We're going to be learning all of the brain on exercise things as well. And I've added some more tangible movements to tap into your nervous system to help regulate and calm and activate depending on what is needed right now in this moment so that you have those tools to take with you. I am super excited about this workshop. I loved the first iteration and I think this one is even cooler. So I have uh, put the link for that in the show notes. If you have questions, always get a hold of me. And that's it. I'm going to leave it there. I hope you have a beautiful week. Until next time, peace out. <laughs>